Welcome back. Here with the OG Triple OG. What's going on, Dad? What's up? What's up? Um, so fresh off of us, you know, discussing, you know, what the holidays and stuff like that was for you. Um, I wanted to go back again, but this time I wanted to go back to pretty much your your upbringing in, you know, Harlem back then. So originally, where 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 are you from? Um, we came. I was born in Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. and we came to um, Harlem. 112th and Lenox, to be specific. Mm-hmm. The actual address was 51-53 West 112th Street. That's right. Uh, between 5th and Lenox, but closer to Lenox. And uh, it's the same side of the street that the uh, King Towers are on. Okay. It used to be known as Stephen Forster Houses. Okay. But anyway, we came there in August of uh, 46. Mm-hmm. And then in... August of 48, we moved straight down 112th Street to 112th Street Park Avenue, and we opened up the James Baldwin Johnson houses. Mm. So those opened up in 48? Yeah. Okay. I was a couple of years old, Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, back then, it was uh, still, like, uh, predominantly, um, it was a change over there, but it was predominantly Italian. Mm-hmm. neighborhood and they were being pushed further and further east so much so that the 3rd Avenue L was still up in Manhattan then because it wasn't knocked down until 1955 the elevated, but that, yeah the elevated line and that was like the Mason-Dixon line <laughs> and that separated blacks and Puerto Ricans from the Italians Okay. Um, and in East Harlem at the time which I, I, I don't know why I've always found found it to be offensive when people call it Spanish Harlem. Mm-hmm. We never called it Spanish Harlem. We called it East Harlem, but more specifically, we called it El Barrio. Mm-hmm. And um, it was mainly Puerto Ricans. There were no Dominicans or Cubans or Central or South Americans. It was Puerto Ricans and blacks from the South. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very few West Indians, but mostly blacks from the South. There were no Africans. There were no... Um, Jamaicans and Trinidadians and mm. just blacks from the South and Puerto Ricans. Right. Um, and it was like Harlem, East Harlem was a, a real community, man. Mm. Um, and you said it was initially it was a predominantly Italian yeah. uh, neighborhood and they started pushing them further, further east, yeah, towards uh, uh, Second, First, and Pleasant Avenue okay. and FDR Drive. Um, do you remember specifically when they were completely, mostly all gone? Or did, uh, did a few families still hang around <clears throat> through, I guess, the, uh, what, the 70s or... Well, uh, in, 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 the, in the 60s and early 70s, mm-hmm. uh, They were mostly, uh, Italian families mostly all gone. There were a couple scattered around, a couple of families that were scattered around like Pleasant Avenue, Palladino Avenue, uh, and like 116th, 117th, 118th. 
Um, but the park, Jefferson Park, uh, starts on 115th Street and First Avenue goes from 115th to 112th Street mm-hmm. and from First Avenue to the FDR Drive, which is where Pleasant Avenue ends on 114th Street, where Rails is at, that famous Italian restaurant, okay. and Benjamin Franklin High School is at, the one I ended up graduating from. Mm-hmm. Uh, but up until like the late 70s, there was a sprinkling of Italian families left, but most, they were mostly all gone by then. Okay. Okay. And you said it was a real like family, community feel, pretty much. Since, like you said, a lot of you guys in that neighborhood came from the same, like, socioeconomic background. Yes. Um, so, like, a lot of times, y'all all grew up together, right? Uh, yes. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, you know, and, and, and keep in mind that um, Johnson Project, the Johnson Houses, James Bowling Johnson Houses, was one of the earliest... In, East, in, 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 in Harlem. Actually, it was the earliest in East Harlem. Mm-hmm. Um, it had followed closely um, the Lincoln House, the Abraham Lincoln Houses up on 132nd Street. Okay. And Johnson is from Park Avenue, uh, going eastward to Lexington Avenue, then to 3rd Avenue, mm-hmm. and from 112th Street going north to 115th Street. Mm-hmm. And so... Housing projects was a relatively new idea, like a new concept. And yeah, and 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 we grew up. It was like <clears throat> the people in those of us that lived in in, in the projects were like um like a, a like like a different set of people that lived in the tenements across the street. The people that lived in tenements were like subsets almost. You know, mm-hmm. um, a lot of those tenements around the projects around where we we were raised um they they were like railroad flats okay. um some were cold water flats mm-hmm. um they had they still utilized dumb waiters mm-hmm. um uh, i remember some of them still burned coal really i remember when the coal uh, trucks used to come and deposit like Five, ten tons of truck of coal down in the chute. Okay. Um, and 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 that was a whole different different way of living. It's like whole new world, right? There. Yeah, because in in, in 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 the projects we had elevators. Right, man. right, right. It was a step up. Yeah, and we had elevators and an incinerator, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where you could dump, take your garbage out of your house and go to the incinerator and dump it down the incinerator. Mm-hmm. And in in the tenements they didn't have incinerators. They had dumb waiters, like I said. They mm-hmm. had dumb waiters. So that was that's a pretty big difference. And, oh yeah. Um, and you you mentioned before that uh, the building you were you know moved into in the Johnson was you said it was six floors. Uh yeah, yeah. six stories with four, four families, A, B, C, and D apartments. A, B, C, and D. So twenty four families yeah. together. Um, just trying to get a feel and a sense of it. Where did a lot of families move in and out, or did that core no, pretty much stay the same? It it, it it pretty much stayed the same. When when a family moved out of our building, 
It was like a big deal, man. Mm-hmm. It was like a real big deal. Because we all, all the kids grew up together. Because remember, we opened the projects up. Nobody right. ever lived in my apartment before. You were the first. We moved in, yeah. yeah. So, and the same with all the other people who lived in the, in, in the, in those, in the other 23 apartments. Mm-hmm. And um, we all, we, and it, it, it's funny, in the, we we all got along like one big family. We were different than like right next door to me mm-hmm. when we moved in and show you how, how long ago it was. Mm-hmm. Right next door to me was a family by the name of Durier. They were Irish. Irish, okay. And they lived next door to us for at least twenty years. Really? Yeah, at least twenty years. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, at least twenty years, you know. And um um, we had in my building of twenty four families. We had one, two. We had, we had, we had out of twenty four families. We had three white families okay. that lived and lived in there for a, a number of years. You know, um, and 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 it was like in the summertime. But we didn't have air conditioning. I remember we didn't have showers. We just had a tub. There were no showers. No showers? No, there was, you took a bath. You mm-hmm. didn't, there was no showers. Um, and um, <clears throat> you know you know it's old when you have a window in your bathroom. <laughs> we, had, we had windows in our bathroom. We had windows in the hallway. <laughs> we had windows in the hallway. Well, you did. Well, I remember, when, you know, when, when I was living in the Johnson, we was in the Johnson. Yeah. The whole, like you had the long like corridor like and there was the long hallway and at the end of your hallway you had yeah that big ass window yeah, well, that, I remember that yeah when you got off the elevator right there well that that because that was the fourteen story building mm-hmm. see I lived in in the little ones of the six story right, 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 right. um and I remember in the summertime we didn't have any showers I remember mm-hmm. when they put in the showers and 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 we didn't have any air conditioning mm-hmm. the our air conditioning in the summertime. When it was real hot, was you leave your windows open and you leave the door open, let the air circulate. Yeah, and everybody did that in the building. Nobody so everybody's went in your house. doors was wide. Yeah, open. nobody went in your house. You'd be gone for hours. And nobody would go in your house. No, don't nobody go in your crib holder. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody went in your crib holder. No, 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 no. We no. don't play those. No, games. no, no. And and so and we didn't have no pets. Mm-hmm. The only pets we had were roaches. Yeah, well, there were no mice. Those came with the. the there were no mice. Oh, we didn't have no mice. No, they no, 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 no. I didn't grow up with mice and, stuff, and rodents. No, no, man, no, man. We didn't have any mice and and no dogs. Mm-hmm. Nobody had a dog mm-hmm. and no 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 service dog. No cats. No, 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 nobody. You know, of course, every now and then somebody would sneak in a cat in their house. Mm-hmm. Not because of mice, but only because they like cats. Yeah. And it was a house cat that never came out, so you wouldn't know that they had a cat. Okay. You know? Unless you were a friend of the family. And you, you went, went to in the crib there. and... Yeah. yeah. But but usually, way back then, then you know, if they had a cat, most people didn't even have pets because mm. people didn't play back then. You know, right. and, and if they had a cat, they'd lock them in the room. Right. A lot of people were on welfare. And being on welfare back then, like the investigator... Mm-hmm. Could come to your house at any time mm-hmm. and check on you, and you couldn't have like a new TV in your house. And you, yo, check this out. And you couldn't have telephone service. 
I'm, I, I appreciate you bringing that up. I don't want to get you off because I'm like I want to put a pin in that because okay. it speaks to a, a, a bigger thing that I want to talk about. That I think you know where I'm going, but I'm gonna I'm just gonna let that okay. sit and we'll come back to that. But, okay. But yeah, uh, so you family. We were we were we were big family. I remember this is how big a family we were. Like I said, there were twenty four. There were twenty four families, and. There was a total of maybe, uh, let's just say, uh, uh, three kids, three kids, mm-hmm. or let's say four kids mm-hmm. in each family. Right. So that's almost a hundred kids. I got you. Um, um, and out of that, maybe, um, fifty-five. Or sixty were girls, and and thirty five or forty were boys, and out of the boys, all of us that were roughly around the same age, around eleven of us all went to the Nam. Really? So y'all all pretty much grew up like around the we same, the same age. age. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. y'all all we had y'all... our own little gang from our. Well, we're gonna get to that, but did y'all make a conscious decision to join the military? No, it just that's, just that's what y'all that's what, did. That's what, that's what everybody did, you know. Um, you know, everybody, people have been, the history of minorities, black and Latinos, has always been going in the military. We've always gone to the military. Well, that's a big, strong thing in our family. Yeah, you know, we've like, always gone to the military. A lot of, throughout our, you know, our family on, on your side, our servicemen and women who came up and, and, and stuff like that. Yeah, and even yeah, with yeah. my, you know, my sister was, yeah. you know. Lifer, a lifer. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. So I get, I get you. I understand, and I understand back then your options were kind of limited. Oh, very limited. So you didn't really have the the luxury to go into business for yourself, or go to college too tough, or you know do those t- sort of things. Probably back then, if you didn't play ball, you wasn't going to school. But not only that, but even if you played ball, there wasn't a whole lot of scholarships being offered. That too, that you too. know, um, and especially um, the time you were coming. Yeah, up. Yeah, and and not only that, but um, <clears throat> excuse me, um. You had to you had to be exceptional mm-hmm. to get a scholarship, and it would be a scholarship out of state somewhere, like right. down south, a small college, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so you know what we did, we, we went like when I when I I graduated from high school at seventeen, mm-hmm. um, and um, I remember that the, the one of the requirements, well, two of the requirements for employment always was. Um, 18 or older, and three years experience, and I had neither. Mm-hmm. So the military was all I had left. As a matter of fact, when I went in the military, when I was baby training, my mother sent me a letter, a registered letter, a big, thick manila envelope, sent me a letter that I had been appointed to a post in the post office. Because I had taken tests all along, right, right. and I was one that called me. They happened to call me when I was down to basic training. Right. So, so when I got out the military, I went straight in the post office, mm-hmm. and I came in with almost four years seniority. Because you was in the military. Because yeah, my federal time in the in the, in, in the military. So that carried over. The, the federal okay. employment. I got you. I got you. But anyway, when I remember that um, I went to the military because I didn't have no prospects, I mm-hmm. couldn't get a job, you know. Right. And I remember we all in, and people, people in the building, kids that I grew up. With, Ended up going in the military at different times, but we were in around the same time. Right. Like your uncle Ralph 
went in like a year and a half before me. Okay. Uh, he went in and buddy sits with a guy named Papa Rosa that lived up. Papa Rosa lived up on on the sixth floor, okay. and they went in the buddy system in Marine Corps. Okay. And then Dutch that lived in Two D, who you know, yeah. Dutch went in Marine Corps the same year I went in. I didn't know Dutch lived, grew up in that same building. He lived in two D. No, I knew y'all grew up together. I didn't know he lived in. We used to tap on the pipe to each other. Send signals. <laughs> he used to go with. He used to go with one of your second cousins. He used to, well, he used to like her a lot. You know? <laughs> he used to like her, and he used to send. And Rosie and 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 the Raider used to hang notes on with, with on string down to them on the second floor, and they used to write notes and send them back up. You know that guy. That's some real jail stuff, man. And this is in the project. Y'all some real jail niggas, man. And this is in the project. You know, um, and, oh, um, but, uh, you know, I remember um, when I came home, um, wow, wow. Mm-hmm. I remember mm-hmm. when I came home, my mother went across the hall mm-hmm. and knocked on Doña Ana's uh, door and said, my son Junior's home. And then the word got around the whole building mm-hmm. and all the mothers came to my house. Wow. Uh, their sons were still there. Mm. Nah, that's, that's crazy, man. I mean, that's... And it was like their son mm-hmm. had come home. Right, right, right. And like you said, you know, y'all all pretty much grew up together. Yeah. Y'all all around yeah. the same age. And, you know, like you said, if it's that close of a tight-knit group and crew, I'm pretty sure you would go over... To each other's homes and oh, we, we cook grew up and, and we grew up, you grew up yeah, pretty much. Y'all were like one big family, so yeah, yeah. you know, like like you said, once word got around, you know, of course they were there to welcome you, you know, because like like you said, it's their son coming home, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, and they and they didn't know if their son were coming home exactly, and I, you know, and it's funny because like I said, you know, at that same time, like you said, you didn't really have you know too many prospects in order to, you know, succeed or get where you want to go or get up out of that, you know, and, you know, to take that stance at a kid 17 years old or, you know, going to the military is like, yeah, that's big, man. That's why, you know, I remember, I still remember <laughs> Claire's day when I first was going into high school and they were trying to, uh, they sent the letter home about the, you know, the JROTC program and, and I remember you and my mother really were trying to force me to, to go do that. And I still remember to this day, I fought y'all Negroes yes, you tooth did. and nail. Yes, I said, no, I do not want to do this. This is not, yes, you did. I do not want to do this. I remember. And it wasn't because, and my thing is that it was never because there was not, of course I always respected the service, the military, because of, like, you and Uncle Ralph and all my cousins and, you know, my older sister. You know, I, I get it. But I knew I'm not, this not that's not me. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, not, that's you. not that's not my speed. I and you. I fought y'all too. I remember. I remember. <laughs> I would not go for it, but, 
you know, um, but you had options. See? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you, you had right. lots of options. Yeah, man. I had, I had, I had other options, and you know, at least the thought that the things are different, you know, as opposed to you know, 40, 50 years ago, when you didn't really have the 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 luxury to go to college. You know, I yep. know colleges were around, but they weren't as plentiful and a whole lot more financially feasible as it is today, you know? Yeah. Like when did when did CUNY when did when when did CUNY, CUNY come started? <clears throat> I I was at um in nineteen six in nineteen uh in nineteen sixty seven or sixty eight they came out with seek mm-hmm. search education and something and knowledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, seek and 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 college discovery. Okay. And they were programs that were geared towards the inner city kids, mm-hmm. and uh, they would give you almost a free ride. And right. um, I I I began undergraduate school um, on a seek program. Mm-hmm. So I, I I was at the, I was in the seek program. That's how I got the CCNY right mm-hmm. and. Um, I remember we took over, I remember that's when, you know, um, and this was when I got out the military, this is 68, January right. of 68, and um, I'd been out the military uh, coming up on the year, and oh. uh, uh, right around that time was when uh, um, the Black Panther Party had, had, had been founded, oh. and right after that, the Young Laws had been founded, like in... The Black Panther Party had begun like in maybe, uh, I want to say like 65, 66, mm-hmm. and, 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 the, and the Young Lords Party, which was a Puerto Rican uh, uh, militant group, be, began like in um, 67 to 68. Okay. And um, <clears throat> I mean, we were all politicized then. We were, and, and, and um, we were all, you know, it was, it, was, it was just before Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated, and it was a whole lot of stuff going on. They, back then, that's when they were hijacking planes and, mm-hmm. and going to Cuba and all right. that stuff, you know. Right. Um, and I remember we fought and took over City College, and I lived on a campus of South Campus of City College for, for uh, 13 days. Really? We took over the school. We had the school mm-hmm. all campus for 13 days. As a matter of fact, because I had military experience, I was head of security. <laughs> and we, there was about maybe, there was about maybe a uh, hundred of us or so. And we slept on campus and, mm-hmm. in some of the student lounges and stuff like that. And, and the community came and supported us. They came, they brought us food and all kinds of stuff. And people started coming supporting us. And they were standing guard outside with the police. Mm-hmm. The police was there. And, oh, it was crazy. Well, that from there, in 1970, started um, uh, Cooney and Sunni. And like, like, like 69. And then in 1970, um, we had uh, one of the, one of the one of the demands that we made when we took over school was open admissions, and open admissions was was brought in. Okay. Uh, and then, which guaranteed um, any New York City uh, high school graduate was guaranteed a seat in a city university or state university for free. 
Okay. Um, and um, um, so Cooney started like in 70. Mm -hmm. And then I don't know, someone told me that um, like uh, in, in the mid 80s or something, they, they stopped open admission. Yeah, it's, open, yeah, it's, um, open it's, not, yeah. it's not so much that like what you're talking about. What it was that, um, you know, you got a free seat, you were sure a free yeah. seat. No, that pretty much, it, they definitely did away with that. But, <laughs> oh, but, but what it is, though, you know, when I ended up getting my undergrad, it became more so, it was the cheap, cheapest option. You know, like, in the city, and, in, in, you know, in New York, you have a lot of the private schools as well, too. Like, you got the Pace Universities. The, the Manhattan colleges and the, you know, those type of institutions. Uh, what's the one up there by the psychiatric? Mon uh No, no, no. Monroe College. Oh, Monroe, and the yeah. other one, the one right there on, um <clears throat> by Westchester Avenue, next to Waters Place. The the, the college over there, there's a college over there, you know, by, by 1200 Waters Place. There's a college campus right there. Mercy. Mercy. There you go. Those are private institutions, and they. That's who your auntie went to. School really graduated. They uh they skew a little more expensive, you know. Yeah. But CUNY, what they do offer the students is like uh, the most affordable option, you know. Right. So uh, that's that. But yeah, they definitely did away with. Yeah, that. we 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 didn't have those options. Mm -hmm. right, we, right. We didn't have those options. Right. Um. Um, the best that the best that people were talking when when I graduated from high school, the best they were talking was Bronx community. Really? Yeah, it wasn't. It was, it was, you could forget about going to Fordham, mm -hmm. um, and CCNY was like a a, a major a, a major accomplishment, and Hunter was um, a private school. Because mm -hmm. they used to be, I don't know if they're still in any longer, they used to be Hunter High School in the same it's building as Hunter it's College. It's that would be, it's still there? I believe so, yeah. yes. That was before, before they, they, they built those new buildings. Those and that not, old building right on the front. If it's not in a high school, it's under a different name or something. It's a different like name? I'm not 100% sure I'd have to check that. Yeah, I'll check but that. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Um, but well, no, actually like that. And, and, and Pratt Institute, mm -hmm. um, um, what's that school... Down there by Brooklyn Bridge, uh, Pace. Yeah, Pace, that's what I'm talking Pace, about. Pace, yeah. Pace was like a, a little real small private school, just like Pratt Institute, that you know, just anybody couldn't go. Right, well, I, a lot of the schools that you named are still private, yeah, except yeah, the yeah, Hunters yeah, yeah. and the CCNYs. You know, those are in the, the CUNY. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. those schools that like you named like Pratt and Pace and... Monroe. Oh, there was another school. Uh, Mercy. Couple of schools. Brooklyn College. Brooklyn College, another one that got, yeah, you know, got usurped. Up. Yeah. Uh, uh, Baruch. Baruch's Baruch College. Mm -hmm. Baruch used to be called. Uh, it, it it was, the downtown campus of CCNY. Then Baruch became Bernard and Baruch yes. became his own college, but right. it used to be the downtown campus okay. of CCNY. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was the downtown campus of CCNY. Okay. Um. Yeah, because like some of those did get swallowed up and put into the whole CUNY, that CUNY like uh, group. But yeah, some yeah, of them, yeah, the, the, that under that umbrella, yeah. Right. So you know, going back though a little bit, talking about you know growing up and 
you know, you pretty much, even though you were born in, um, in Puerto Rico, but you pretty much came here, you pretty much were raised in, you know, East Harlem. Um, what were like your, 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 your summers and growing up in uh, <clears throat> Harlem back then like? What was it like? Let me tell you, um, my address was 1565 Park Avenue, mm -hmm. the corner building on 112th Street and Park Avenue. Mm -hmm. And my childhood was special because mm -hmm. I lived right across the street from La Marqueta. Mm -hmm. And La Marqueta was a large retail uh, uh, market area with different stands in it, you know. Mm -hmm. And it went from 111th Street and Park Avenue all the way up to 115th and Park Avenue. Mm -hmm. Then from 115th going up the hill to 116th Street was the fish market part of it. Okay. But from 115th to 11th Street, on one side was fruits mm -hmm. and vegetables, and on the other side was clothes and stuff. Okay. And you you could buy anything and everything under the sun there. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't know about shopping in bodegas and and stuff because we went in the market. Right. right. And in the market, when you went to the grocer, he would have big sacks of potatoes on the floor. Mm -hmm. And if you wanted like two pounds of black eyed peas, He'd have this big stainless steel scooper and he'd scoop in the bag in. and mm. put in a brown bag and, and weigh it right in front of you. Right, right, right. And he had chickpeas with red pinto beans with garbanzos, mm. mm. whatever. That's how they did it. And just like with rice, too. Right. They did the rice that way. Mm. When you went, when we went to, sometimes we'd go to the store, they sent me to the store to buy like um, um, four pounds of pork chops. Mm hmm. And you go to the butcher, and the butcher would chop the pork chops right in front of you. Mm -hmm. And give you your four pounds. Yeah, and wrap it up in, in some, some orange, oily-looking paper. Butcher paper. And, and tie it off. With some and, string. And, you could think, oh. and when I came to my building, I went straight into the, the, the exit. The, the door to my building, mm -hmm. how you walk my building, would be sitting like between 112th and 113th in Park Avenue. Right? Even the building's right on the corner. So I come out of my building and I go right across Narrow Park Avenue mm -hmm. to the side door of the market and I'm right there at the butcher. Right there at the butcher. Um, th that also is a, with that street back because both myself and Rosie, your auntie, got hit by cars there. You got hit by cars? On first on Park Avenue. How did that happen? Um, I, was, I was messing with your uncle and cussed him out. And he went to chase me, and I ran from him between the car to grow across the street, and bingo. Ow. And when when I was walking with, uh, Ma was washing clothes one day down in the in the laundry, and I don't know how I got Rosie's hand. I was taking her across the street to that same entrance to the market I was talking to you about, mm. and the car came, and I ran across the street and left her. <laughs> you got it. You was a deep dick, bro. But she, <laughs> yo, you was a deep dick. <laughs> That's what Rosie says. I don't remember. That's what Rosie says. I don't remember. Use a deep dick roller. So, but um, that was that 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 was um, you know. And in the summertime, what we used to do. I remember there was four kids and we was on welfare, and you know, mm -hmm. and mom made it. But mom, mom, listen, kept a clean house. We always had to eat. Right. We always had clothes. We had no dirty clothes. We didn't have holy stuff on. Right. We just didn't have the flyest, newest right. stuff, you right, know. Right, right. But um, I remember in the uh, my sister, Delia, may she rest in peace, mm -hmm. would 
um, your auntie would work in, in, in like when she was of, of age, she would work in, in the market at different uh, clothing stands. She, she, okay. she worked for one clothing stand, but she'd work there after school during the year and, mm. and full time in the summertime, you know. Okay. So she was on, and Rosie was the youngest one, so Rosie was always around Ma, you know. Mm -hmm. But Ralph and I, we were like the, 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 the street urchins, you know. Thugs. So, yeah, so we was always in the streets. We were doing stuff in the streets, you know. So we would go to the Catholic school that used to be on 111th Street between Park and Lexington called Commander Shea. Mm -hmm. We used to go there, and there was a school right across the street from the building. Mm -hmm. On 112th Street, like, which is 101, we used to go there, and we used to go to all these, and we used to go to PS57 mm -hmm. with the elementary school. We went to 115 Lexington. Mm -hmm. We go to all three of these different schools between 12 and 1 mm -hmm. to get the free lunch. So we eat like 10, 15 minutes there, then we dash over this other joint. 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, we were we we were doing it, man. We were doing it, <laughs> and then of course. We'd walk over to Central Park, mm -hmm. and we'd go to the lake back then. I don't know how it is now. Someone told me they, re, they restocked it, because for a long time, it was like putrid water, putrid water in there, mm -hmm. you know. But, like, we used to go fishing over there. You used to catch goldfish, carp, mm -hmm. and you used to catch sunnies. Okay. And we used to go fishing, and all you needed was there's grass all around you, so you dig in the grass get and get worms. Yeah, get a worm, yeah. And you take a straight pin from your house mm -hmm. and tie it at the end of a... Of a, of, of a string, string and, and put the worm in. on it and you go fishing. A pen? A pen and some string. A pen and some string and you got and you went fishing. A fishing, a fishing line. Yeah. yeah. We didn't eat them. I, I, I we didn't you. eat them, but we, that's what we did all day. You know, we'd mess around. And we'd go downtown and, because we were like real street. We'd walk all through Central Park looking for opportunities. <laughs> what does that even mean? We were looking for opportunities. <laughs> you sound like you sound, you, know, you sound crazy right now. <laughs> we were looking for opportunities. Like what? Things happen, you know. I just say, go ahead, man. I ain't judging. I'm laughing. I people judging. leave stuff around. <laughs> go ahead, man. We, Tell your story, man. Tell your story. We the victim white boys for their bikes and stuff. <laughs> Well, you know, that's what we did, you know. Ladies left their stuff hanging a little, little too long on the bench when oh. they went chase somebody. We get got to go, got to go. Yeah, so got to go. and we and we we walk from we walk from my house. We walked all through Central Park, all the way past the reservoir. We walk all downtown, and we walk to the zoo. To uh, the zoo where okay, got you. I got you next here. Woman, uh, Central Park uh, by woman ring. ring. By woman ring. Yeah, yeah I got you, you walk straight down Central. You walk through Central Park. You ain't mm -hmm. counting blocks. You just mm -hmm. walking, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and um, and and we had adventuresome days. Yo, we were so deep that we went to the, the museum in the city of New York, mm -hmm. and we stole some artifacts. Oh, y'all some wild. <laughs> we stole some artifacts. They had on display. They had this big gold. This big gold. A tray with inscription on it and engraved with some old city of New York stuff from the, the Dutch back in 1611. And y'all said, "Let me liberate this." Put it down, man. Put it down his pants, and we got out of here. And we brought it home. His mother was so afraid when she saw it. She said, "Y'all better take this. Y'all going to jail, man." How old were you? Y'all like 
nines on ten. Y'all little hooligans. Yeah, we were street urchins, man. Yo, but we had, we had, and you know, because keep in mind that we had seasons. Mm-hmm. We had seasons. Right. Like we had water gun seasons. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. We had water gun seasons mm-hmm. where you went and bought a water gun for like 10, 15 cents, you know, mm-hmm. and you put, and you filled up water and you squirt, you know. Yeah, yeah. And we had water gun fights, right, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, then uh, we make our own scooters. Okay. You get a big milk crate mm-hmm. and you get like uh, maybe three feet of a, a two by four that we'd find. You find pieces of wood all over the garage, you know, mm-hmm. backyards and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we get this and you take a, a pair of your skates and you break them in half. Okay. And then you take one half put in the front and one half put in the, in the back of the two by four and you nail them in, you mm-hmm. know. Then you, then you nail the milk crate on top of that box. Right. And you put little small little slabs of wood on the on the sides make like a uh, handle mm-hmm. and you could paint your, you could paint the yeah. box and, mm-hmm. and you take you could take soda tops and bang them in there with small ta- thumbtacks mm-hmm. and you make designs and put your initials on it oh, oh. very oh very we, we, we were down we, we were down and um <coughs> we, 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 we 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 do we do a lodi a lodi pot you know with where you have like a, a one, a six, a three, and a four, mm-hmm. and then you have skellies in the middle. Yeah, you know? skellies. That's what we used to yeah. play. Skellies. Yeah, yeah. So we'd write. We'd do that. Mm-hmm. Um, we also used to, um, and you could you could do that. We did it in front of the building, so we'd have the ground right there in front of the building, make sure people don't walk on it. Yeah, you draw and mess it up. Yeah. Our chalk. Yeah, you can't. You can't chalk, have that. You know, no, you yeah. can't have it. You got stuff around. And yeah. you make your own loadies. We, I had cut. Me and Ralph had. Special loyalty that we hid from each other because they were they was our they was our personal the, favorites. The you competition, know? yeah. And you, so, some people use like the 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 uh, Welch's grape aid top, or some people use big mayonnaise. What we used to use is um the the tops we used to use is like you know like the quarter waters where you pull the plastic from around yeah, to yeah. open it. We would take those and fill it with like the putty, you know, or, or gum, or gum. Yeah. Well, we, we <clears throat> when we were doing it, it was putty. I figured back then y'all do it, it was gum. Putty. You didn't have putty. I understand that. Old, we had Play-Doh. We had like the Play-Doh and we, you put it in the Play-Doh. Yeah, 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 that's what you do. We had old gum that lost its flavor. <laughs> and you put it in that yeah, bad put boy. In there. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we we, we weren't thinking about germs and all that stuff. You know? <laughs> What's a germ? <laughs> yeah, your big mayonnaise jar. Yeah, uh-huh. the big one. Those are killer dilla tops. Because you, you, you flick them, you knock everybody, everybody out of the box. <laughs> so you were good. You know, we did that. Uh, we also, during the day, we also... Um, 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 turn on the pumps. We had mm-hmm. the hydrant on. Right. And you go get a can, like, cause, you know, can of beer drinkers, and you open up the top on, yep. both, on, both, on both ends. Eyes, on and both then you sides. take it and shoot you it put out. over the thing and, and you shoot squirt it. it. Yeah. 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 So we do that all. That was our, that's how we went to the beach and the pool sometimes. Mm-hmm. That's, that's our water. When did yeah. they build the joint up there on First Avenue? Uh, Jefferson Pool. Yeah. When did they, when, 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 that was always there. Was always there. That was but y'all didn't y'all didn't really frequent that. Oh, much. we did, um, mm-hmm. but like I said, um, um, Third Avenue was like the, the Mason Dixon. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. So I remember that when we used to go when we were kids, real young, we used to all meet like uh, we'd we'd all walk from like four or five from from our building was going to the pool, and we walk over to Lexington Avenue. My pick up a couple other cats from some of the other buildings. Mm-hmm. Then we walk to Third Avenue and pick up some other cats. Mm-hmm. And there might be like 10, 12 of us there. At that point. And we'd wait. We'd wait. And then 
we haul ass and run two blocks. We run down the second and the first, and we get to Justin Pool, and then you stay in the pool all, all day. <laughs> you stay in the pool all day, and if you have, if you're lucky enough that lucky enough to have some change, we come out and we go to the corner store that you sell Zeppo, and and for ten cents you buy eight of them for ten cents, or for nickel you bought you bought a uh, a roll with mustard on it. Okay. And for a dime, you bought a French fry sandwich. A French fry. A French fry with big, thick French fries, and they put vinegar on it and must. And that was like a meal, man. Uh, yeah, that was a meal. And then we'd have to run back, you know, run back because when when the gang warfare was going on, the blacks and Puerto Ricans had zip guns, you know, and knives. What's a zip gun, please? A zip Explain gun. What a zip gun is. A zip gun is. Um, you, you, you get some wood, you get a piece, a block of wood mm-hmm. and, um, you, you, you dig out a little, like a, a little mm-hmm. groove, almost like a canal, long mm-hmm. piece of wood. Mm-hmm. And you take, and you take the antenna off of a car and you break the antenna off the car and you take the bottom part, you know, a collapsible right, antenna, uh-huh. you take the bottom part and you put in that groove that you just cut in the wood right, right. and then you tape it up, mm-hmm. you tape it up like that. And then at the end of it, of the mm-hmm. of the of the the piece of wood, you put a groove in there, mm-hmm. or you could take a nail and nail a long, thick piece of rubber or rubber bands. Right. And you pull it back, and then you get a a bolt, a sliding dead dead bolt from <laughs> a sliding dead bolt. And you take the bolt out, and you go on the on the concrete on the ground, and you sharpen, sharpen it, it, and you sharpen it, it. Yeah. and then you put it back there, and you let it sit on the back of that antenna, uh-huh. and you put the the, the, the rubber, rubber band, band behind back, it, and, then you, and you take the bullet and stick the bullet in the antenna, and you pull the 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 the, the, the bolt back and let it go, and it pops it off, and those are zip guns. That's how you make a zip gun. So well, the Italians though, them them, them Italians see. They had fathers and uncles and cousins and brothers that were cops. Right. So they had real guns. <laughs> <laughs> Multi-firing guns. Multiple rounds. Yeah, and they had uncles and cousins and brothers and fathers that had cars. Right. They would drive from Pleasant Avenue over to Madison Avenue in the heart. And the heart of all that, and jump out and be firing on them, and hop back in the car and go, and couldn't nobody do anything about that. Exactly, because they was like a car was like an armored personnel vehicle. (laughs) (laughs) APC, no messing around. Yeah, all-purpose joint, you know. So, um, but you know, but but growing up in that, we making light of it now. And we laughing about it, but it was really like um, real easy living, and it was, and a lot of it was innocent, man. A lot mm. like with your with with the people you grew up with, like you had a beef, you there was no stabbing or shooting nobody. Y'all fought, man, and then, yeah. then y'all went and y'all went out to the pump and, and wiped the blood off your face together, man. Right, right, right. And now your boy, now your boy later on. Even though y'all had a beef, yeah, y'all, y'all your boy later on. Then later on, out, right. when y'all playing. Ring Olivio, he's on your side. <laughs> Cause we play kick the can and you go hide with him. That's your man to thing, you know. You it was, listen, we 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 just um 
our minds were like so fertile, you know, mm. um, and, and full of innovations. Like, there's so many games, there would be two or three games going on at the same time. Mm. Like, you'd have some people over there uh, playing Johnny on the Pony, you know, and, and we ain't want to play, or there's too many people to, to a group over there playing Kick the Can, mm. and then a, a group is in the grass playing Red Light, Green Light. Mm. I mean, you know, um, it, it was like unbelievable. And, you know, and we did it all in front of the building. Right. And your mother just came to the hallway and said, Yo, PJ! Come on, say I'm saying. Stop the call. Yeah. And sometimes when it was real hot, you could sit out front in front of the building, you know, summertime till midnight almost. Right. And that was like a real big deal, you know. <laughs> you nice. sitting out till midnight and on the benches, the market would be right behind us. They'd right. be closed mm-hmm. and our buildings right in front of us and all the other buildings are here. People right. walking through, you know. Coming and it was and it wasn't it wasn't like a you wasn't getting yoked back then. They mm-hmm. were they weren't taking people off, you mm-hmm. know. Um you know, dope hadn't gotten into the into Harlem that big then, you know. Mm-hmm. Um of course you are always gonna find dope fiends everywhere, right. but um heroin wasn't a thing, man, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we had we had winos, right. we had people drink, but heroin was a thing, so you didn't have people yoking and robbing and, and, and robbing and raping and, and all. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't have all that, man. We didn't, yeah. we didn't have all that, man. We didn't have all that. Um, um, we used to fly kites. I forgot. Yeah, I kites. Forgot. Okay. We used to fly kites on from the roof. Okay. Wait. Well, yeah, so hold on. So you get to the roof of the building. You go up on the roof with a big kite. Uh huh. And 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 you had and sometimes you you, you had a diamond mm-hmm. with you right. made with bamboo. Uh-huh. Bamboo and you put and you had to glue it and all that and mm-hmm. then you had to put the right little holes in it so it could fly right. Uh-huh. And sometimes you make glass cord. Like you put you take a lot of string and put glue on it okay. and, and grind it with ground glass. And you did that because you know you'd have you'd have cat fights. You have kite yeah, fights. I know, I know, I know. You know, like a guy in the building down in Humphrey Street <laughs> flying his kite. You fly your kite, and you get a longer you get a longer tail on your kite. With the glass. With, no, no, the glass on the, oh, on the cord. Right, right. What you put, what you put in there, you tie it up with with copper. Uh, 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 you take the, the double edged razors. Okay. And you fold them and break them in half, and you put razors on your tail. Okay. And then when you flying and having a kite fight. You know, you're shifting, you're yeah. shifting. Having to, if, 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 if your tail goes over his string, you cut a string. And he goes, a la huta. And you be, uh, you, know, <laughs> you be going off. And kite, you see the kites going like that. And you see kids on the street see a kite go. And they chase that bad boy go up in the roof. Because you have a free kite. Exactly, you know? exactly. Or you get a bacalao. That's the big, the bacalao with those big kites. Uh-huh. And, and, um. Um, and you could cut them down easy because they yeah. couldn't, they didn't shift real good. They right. were too big. They didn't move too good. But the diamonds, man, those are killers, man. Those are killers. <laughs> and we'd be flying them all the time, man. I mean, you know, oh, and people, and people, when you go up on somebody's roof, you gotta be careful. The people didn't play. They, 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 they jacked you up. They kept you up on their roof because they had coops up there. People flew birds. Chicken coops. Oh, chicken coops. Bird coops. Yeah. yeah pigeon coops. Yeah, you know. Pigeon coops. So, so, like, like Mike Tyson. Yeah, I was just about to say yeah, that. Mike Tyson. Uh-huh. They, that's where, you, you you don't you don't find them in Harlem. I haven't seen a flock of birds in Harlem in a long time. I still see a flock flocks of birds every now and then in here in the Bronx mm-hmm. and occasionally in Brooklyn. Right, but you don't see that in Harlem. Too. No, you don't I, see it. And they used to see them all the time. Yeah. As about you send your birds over to capture some stragglers. Because your birds go up there, they be flying, and the stragglers, been, when you see a straggler, you put your birds up on the hoop with the, 
big long bamboo. They would just be perching on the, mm-hmm. they'd be on the perch on the on the, on the end of the, of the roof, mm-hmm. and you get them up in the air, mm-hmm. and they be you hear the guys whistling, and they got their birds training with, and the birds be going and they go catch a straggler and bring them back to your coop. Uh, oh, it was, it was, it was, it was That's a different time. Phenomenal man. stuff. It's, phenomenal it's, it's stuff. It's a totally different time, man. Phenomenal it's, stuff, man. You know, I <clears throat> thinking about it, it's like, you know, you're talking about things I used to do, just have fun, whether it was hooligan stuff or flying kites or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What were they were there any like um neighborhood stores or stuff like that you you, you would frequent or La Marqueta. Mm-hmm. That was everything. That was everything. That was everything. I mean, there was no neighborhood stores that I could think. I mean, we had John's Bargain. Mm-hmm. John's Bargain, which I think later on became GMC or something. Okay. Might have been. No, it became something else, not GMC. It might have been GMC, yeah. Mm-hmm. It became GMC. It was John's Bargain. Um, the famous store we had was the one up on, not right, in, right directly in my neighborhood, but on 25th Street, you know, Bloomstein's was up there. Okay. Garden. Bloomstein had the first Black Santa, mm-hmm. but I remember all the way into the seventies, they black folk couldn't couldn't work the cash register. That's crazy. They just let them be salespeople. They still wouldn't let they them work, let the them work the cash register. <laughs> but you know, we there's a lot of nice stores up there. Like Ward's was up there. Um, uh, couple of a couple, Howard's was up there. Mm-hmm. Howard's was a, like a nice joint. Uh, Franklin's Men's Shop, mm-hmm. A.J. Lester. Mm-hmm. There, was, there was a couple of joints up there. Right. Right, right, right. Um, I forgot that another game we used to, because like I said, everything was season. We had water gun seasons, the skateboard season, skating seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could buy either Union Number no. 5 skates or Chicago, Chicago Zephyrs, Zephyrs yeah. which was steely. You put the wheels on it, and mm-hmm. they got smaller and smaller and smaller as mm-hmm. you bought them down. They were, like, they were fast. But I remember we also had carton gun season. And a carpet gun, you make a carpet gun, you know, like you would, like, uh, like you start out making a zip gun, a zip gun or, or, or a scooter, you know, putting wood together. Mm-hmm. And you put, a, you know, two pieces of wood together, make it almost like in the rifle. Mm-hmm. And in the front, you would take um, and put a nail up there. And in the back, you know, uh, uh, a clothespin, you know, mm-hmm. the, yeah, the squeeze the clothespin. You put a clothespin back there, and you could wrap, you could put rubber band around it, or you could nail it down, mm-hmm. right? And and you can go anywhere in the backyard, and people throw out linoleum. Okay. And so you go get a, a big square piece of linoleum, maybe twelve by twelve inches by twelve inches, mm-hmm. and you break them up. You break up the linoleum up into small little squares. Okay. And when you pull the rubber band back to the little hook you got back here mm-hmm. in the two piece, mm-hmm. you put the linoleum, the linoleum in right between there. the rubber band, mm-hmm. and you do your thumb <laughs> like that, or you click down on the mm-hmm. clothespin, mm-hmm. and it fires the linoleum. Y'all, y'all, y'all must have had to hurt somebody. Y'all well, somebody, you know, somebody get hurt. Somebody, somebody breaking something. No, we we had dirt bomb fights. What? <laughs> dirt bomb fights was like when when housing authority be reseeding and, and, and replanting stuff, they dug up the ground. Mm-hmm. And so there'd be a lot of dirt. Mm-hmm. And there'd be little chunks of dirt that you, so you had, you collect stuff and you'd be on one side of the grass and guys be on the other side of the grass behind the hedges and the bushes mm-hmm. and you throw at each other, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yo, yo, and you dirt bomb, you throw at them, man. And, <laughs> And 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 you know and it was cool. You, you had, had 
be on top of your game. Make sure you didn't get hit. And you had the time of your life. Oh, man. It's funny, right? When you have money, when you got got buddy, it's not as much fun. But when you dead broke, you out here playing... You know, having dirt dirt bomb fights and dirt bomb fighting, carpet gun fights, carpet gun fights and stuff like that. It's oh, the most fun man. in the world. That's crazy, man. And we play, and of course, you know, we played all kinds of sports. Mm-hmm. You know, organized sports like we played stoop ball, where you hit off the stoop, yeah, hit the ball off the yeah. stoop with uh, a spalding, spalding, pink spalding mm-hmm. that you always had to wash it. You get wet before you use it because you use it straight out from the oh, store. Break it. It'll burst. Yeah. yeah. Um, we played. We played stoop ball. We played box ball, where you stand. Each guy stands in a box, mm-hmm. and you hit it to each other. You know, until you know mm-hmm. one guy gets knocked off. Mm-hmm. We had Chinese handball, where you play with the box and the wall in front of you, mm-hmm. and you hit it to each other. About right. five, six guys in a row, and you hit it to each other. You try to slice it with the hook <laughs> off the wall. I know. You, I'm, and these are things that I'm naming that we you could do all day long. And sometimes so these things be happening all at one time. You just had to be with the right crew to do right. whatever. You, sometimes you you were forced to do something because there was no room for you in this other game. Right, 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 right. So you got no choice. Yeah, there was always something to do, man. And mm. we and of course the other thing that was significant in my life was um the boys club. Okay. Cause I, I I began I began I joined the boys club when I was about uh, uh, ten years old or so, mm-hmm. and I learned how to play ping pong, shoot pool, play knock hockey, swim. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to camp through them. I went to uh, five dollars for dental. Okay. Um, they prepared me for to go to prep school. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, they got scholarships to go to different prep schools. Um, uh, they took me, they, they, they exposed me to a lot of stuff that I normally wouldn't have been exposed to. And, and joining the, joining the, 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 uh, boys club mm-hmm. was like 35 cents and 50 cents for the year. Really? And you'd go in there, you, after school from three to five, you'd go in there and you could play. You could play, you know, all the different table games, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, the thing that was cool that I loved about the boys club was that the boys club got different uniforms every year. Oh, they, they were stepping it up every yeah, year. Yeah, every year got different uniforms. And, and and it was people from around the way, so you had to make the team. Mm-hmm. You, you got cut. You were like, <laughs> couldn't show your face in the park. You couldn't go to the park. You didn't you make the club. Cut. Yeah, you just got cut. You got, and every time after practice, tryout. When you go out, you know, as you getting dressed in the locker room, you come out and 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 I remember the coach Tony would have the list up on the wall and mm. you see if your name was scratched off. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody's name was up there. Okay. You had to go see if if your name was scratched off. Okay. Know? So the the boys club had a really big influence. Yeah, on yeah, the yeah. They taught me a whole lot, and 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 we went and we played, and I played softball for them too, mm. basketball and softball, um, and. I, you know, they they taught me about going to play away games. Like we used mm-hmm. to go play. We played um, in the Brooklyn Navy Yard, the boys' club in in, mm-hmm. in, in the Fort Greene. Mm-hmm. I remember we went play. We played uh, Tompkins Square and Tenth Street Pitt Street Boys Club, Tenth mm-hmm. Street Boys Club, uh, Madison Square Boys Club. 
We played the boy club in the Bronx. We went all over, and I was able to I was able to get exposed to some things that you know you probably wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah. The boy club did wonders for me, man. Wonders for me. It, man. So, it sounds like that's pretty much like what PAL was for me. Yeah. You know, like after school when I was at Sacred Heart. You know, after school we had the the Duncan Center right there, PAL, and pretty much it was the same thing where it was like, you know, they did first it started out at the summer camp, and then. From there, it was like the after-school program where it would be like, after school, I would go there for like three, four hours till my mother got out of, you know, work or whatever, and then, you know, dip off. But pretty much, we got exposed to all those games, like the air hockey and the pool and ping pong and, you know, uh, bumper pool and foosball (laughs) and, you know, uh, and all that stuff. And then, just like what you were saying... PAL, they would have their thing every year, which was called the Tournament of Champions. And pretty much, that was pretty much every year where, where there would be, it'd be like the Olympics for PAL, mm-hmm. where it'd be like, you know, basketball, like you'd be the representative for this age group in basketball, or this age group in ping pong, or pool, or foosball, and stuff like that. And pretty much, they, they held it, at the when they built the big new South Bronx Center for PAL, it was the big big one. It was the new one, and I remember walking in. Like everything was pristine. Somewhere in the South Bronx, I, I I'd never checked it out again after I tore stuff up up in there. You know, after I did work, I what does it matter? It might as well be my new spot. You know what I'm saying? But it was cool because it was like you go in there, and I remember because I this was in the ten and thirteen age group was a foosball me and my partner we just dominated foosball and basketball did work and you know ping pong slayed and pool and you know i remember for a long time i kept all the medals and stuff that i had i had them here in my mother's house and the trophies and all that stuff it was cool so it seems like you know boys club and pl very like similar you know experience you know which is a good thing um I do want to, before we close out, I just want to go back on what we did touch lightly on when you were bringing up, you know, pretty much each building was being, you know, you were a community, uh, like a one big family, and you were one crew, so you did mention you having like your little gangs and stuff like that. Did y'all beef with other buildings like that, or was it just that y'all were just a real tight crew and that's how y'all moved? Basically, that the way that's all it was. We didn't we didn't have like um, we didn't have like uh, beefs with other buildings. You know, I mean, we we we, we were competitive, mm-hmm. and we used to play them. You right. know, my building used to play the big buildings. We always used to we all used to used to how 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 own. You know, we had a little building. They had. They had like, like I think it was like from A to J mm-hmm. on each floor, and they got fourteen floors. They got a, a slew of people, right? A slew sure. of people to pick from, and we only had twenty four families. But we held our own in stoop ball, and, mm-hmm. and we could barely put together a softball team. We have nine guys sometimes to play, you know. Right, right, but right. a stoop ball, you don't need nine. You can play with five, right? Six, you know, mm-hmm. and we held our own, man, and 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 we ain't let them punk us. I mean, right. they, they never punk. They never came and try to butcher butcher us off for our basketball or our okay. baseball. Now nah, we ain't we didn't have it. We didn't have it. We didn't. Have it. <laughs> and and we all went to school with one another, so we was cool. And we ended up 
we ended up playing, um, many of us ended up playing, uh, well, I was, I was really the one in my building that ventured, uh, ventured out and went out. The rest were like, basically like, you know, around the way guys, you know, mm -hmm. but I went to the other side of the projects and I, I went with girls on the other end of the projects mm -hmm. across the street mm -hmm. in the, in the project, but different sides. And mm -hmm. I remember I played for, I played for the, for the, for the, for the, for the project for James Willen Johnson projects in the, in the, in the housing authority league. Okay. And I played for James Willen Johnson projects in the basketball league. He's all in basketball league. Mm -hmm. Um, so I knew all these cats, you know, and, 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 and we wasn't, we were more Johnson as a, as, as houses project was more of a gang okay. than the building. Right. Right. We right, were right, more right. like, uh, hooked to like guys that once about, Many many years ago, a guy got killed in our park over some a uh, basketball beef. A basketball. Okay. Yeah, over some beef that that stemmed while they were playing basketball. The beef wasn't a bad basketball. It was a personal beef outside basketball. Okay. But it it got lit again on the court that Sunday, mm -hmm. and I remember that because the guy got got killed, like guys didn't want to come and play us. In the Johnson. Well, y'all killed somebody. I yeah, and, and the old park had a pole. <coughs> the basket was on the pole. Mm -hmm. And if you didn't know about it, you could run into the pole. We knew about it, so we'd check a nigga into the pole. <laughs> we used the pole as a, as a pick, you know. Yeah, pick him, you know. we go around the pole, you know. But, um, and I, because I remember, you know, like, um, I remember when we used to go to school, um, you had cats in school that you played ball with, mm -hmm. and I remember on Fridays we say, "Yo, man, why don't you bring a bring a pound to my to the park, and we get some runs in, and and you make arrangements on Friday to bring a crew up there right. to run." But nobody wanted to come to Johnson. We we go up into the Eden Wall. We go all the way. We go out to Brooklyn. We mm. go all over. Nobody wanted to come to Johnson. Nobody. Comes but we go to everywhere, and we we bring it with us. Well, what well, um. Just before we end of this, what was probably your favorite um, place to go visit to play? Um, and this is, I'm talking about, you know, when you're going with your, your Johnson crew or your boys club crew, where was the place you'd like to go visit to play um, the most? I liked uh, playing at 35th Street Y. 35th Street Y. And why is that? Um... Such good memories, man. All the, all the, um, all the, uh, killer dilla ball players played there. Mm -hmm. And, and I had a, a crew that was like, it wasn't piss poor, but we wasn't the top of the heap. But, but, you know, uh, we made, we made games, you know, we beat a couple of teams and of course a couple of teams beat us, but, um, it was like the whole experience, man, of playing, on Hunt, at the 135th Street Wide, man, it's like they had, remember, ladies used to be there, had cake sale. Uh huh. And I remember for a quarter, you got, seemed like half a cake for a quarter, man. And they had, they had, they had uh, the 15 cent, actually. Mm -hmm. And then they had meals that you could buy, like, like uh, rice with gravy and black eyed peas and, and pork chops for 70 cents. Mm hmm. I mean, oh, they used to load the, and, and of course, I went up there, I ended up playing for Church of the Masters, no, I'm sorry, I, I ended up playing for 
Metropolitan Baptist, mm -hmm. and Willie played for Church of the Masters, mm -hmm. and um, um, you know we used to we used to go. We the only cats from East Harlem that came up. We used to go up there together, mm -hmm. but we ended up we were playing on different teams. Mm -hmm. um, so we had our own little personal. You know, <laughs> our own personal beef. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go at your neck, bro. Yeah, cause, cause he jumped out the gym and he always wanted to get me, and I always would trick his ass. Sometimes. You always try to stick you. Yeah, and I always would trick his ass some kind of way. I, you know, I don't know if you remember this story, and you know, you've told me tons of stories before, but I still remember the story that you told me when y'all, you and Willie was in the um. Y'all was in the hallway or something like that, like in a staircase or, you know, the yeah, lobby yeah. or whatever. Building across from where we live. Yeah, yeah. And you said... 2070. And you said something like, yeah, we were chilling. And we were like, oh, can you, you know, can you touch this part the of the ceiling, the ceiling, right? Yeah, the ceiling. And you said that you went up and you, like, nicked it. Like, you said, you, like, ah, like yeah. you, you just grazed it. And you was like, you ran, you got, you, you know, ahead of steam and you nicked it. And you was like, this nigga Willie, pretty much from a standstill, just jumped up and he put his whole hand on it. You said, I was sitting there and I, I saw. I was sitting on the steps like this. <laughs> and I looked up like this and I saw the bottom of the seat. And I was like, oh, my God. We gonna we gonna have to definitely delve into oh, to the basketball stuff definitely yeah yeah because that's do. gonna be uh that's gonna be a goodie but um yeah I got some stories about the wild with <laughs> Willie man we'll definitely and in the park that. oh I know I know we're gonna definitely well, dedicate stories, that yeah. but I just wanted to get like a, a sense or feel of what it was like growing up for you you know as a kid you know yeah and um it's um it seems like you know. That you know, you guys were very resourceful, and I just want to ask this one last question: For people being so damn broke and not having anything, where the hell were y'all getting all of these, 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 uh, these things from? Where were you getting these blocks of wood, and and like, where were you getting this stuff from? Yeah, remember, I'm telling you, I, I. I I lived on Park Avenue, Crush La Marqueta, where nothing but crates came in oh, carrying gotcha. fruits and vegetables and clothing and all that. And then there's a backyard. There were backyards all over where they were building all stuff. Right. Um, and, um, you know, people bought things for their houses. And, uh, you know, there was always some wood somewhere. Mm -hmm. and, and all you had to do was go to crates. And all like you need is a hammer yeah. with a claw on the end of it, and you go to crates and you pull the nails out, and you got your nails. And I, I for some reason, I'm just picturing a nine-year-old you running around with a claw hammer. Yeah, we pull out there. Well, yeah, one, there's eleven guys and one hammer. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We somebody somebody got a hammer. Somebody, somebody's house had a hammer. Somebody got a hammer somewhere. <laughs> and we go and we get stuff together. And again, you know, everybody wasn't doing. The same thing at the same time. No, I get you. I get you. So just maybe know. two or three of us were, 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 were doing this while the others had already put theirs together. Mm. And they might have been painting their thing, their wagon or whatever, you know. And we, oh, yo. And, 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 and the, the last thing image I want people to have is is a soaking wet. <laughs> it's soaking wet you running back across to... To Park Avenue. Now I was with, by that. With a zip gun. With a zip gun hanging from the side. 
in my head. That's the only thought I have. Is you with a French fry sandwich in one hand, your zip gun on the side, and you hauling ass. Yeah. With back and my bullet in with my pocket. Bu- with your bullet in your pocket. Bullet hauling ass to Park yeah. Avenue. That that was an amazing story. Um, I want to appreciate you, Dab, sitting down with me again, and um, for all of you that uh enjoy, please uh. You know, like, comment, rate, and review. And if you have any questions or anything that you want us to speak on, please uh, email us at penthouseplatitudes at gmail.com. And please subscribe and give us your thoughts. Appreciate you. Peace.